0: Cryptocurrency, our today's book is about easy money or a trillion dollar Ponzi scheme as per the book, easy money. Crypto, which is being considered as the most volatile investment ever, you the name itself is cryptic and it has, we cannot call it as a currency, even though people call it as currency because it doesn't own any value or it doesn't store any value. We cannot exchange anything out of it. It is created on a Halloween day in 2018 by Satoshi Nakamoto. Nobody know who is that. It's a single person or a multiple person. It was started from a million to a 300 billion in 2020 to 3 trillion in 2021 and it is reaching around 1 trillion now. We are talking about such a volatile investment today, Cryptocurrency. Let's get started. Dan Davis, in his book, Lying for Money, used to tell that anything that is growing unusually fast, for a thing it is, it needs to be checked in a way that that has not been checked before. So anything that is growing unusually fast need to be checked in a way which has not been checked before. So we are going to check it in that way. We know the history of the things. We know Alex, Alex Machinsky is in jail for 115 years. Sang Friend is bankrupt. Many things are there. But let us go closely to the casino capitalism or a digital casino capitalism where cryptocurrency is equivalent to the digital properties that's our thing so generally if you consider about investment wherever the investment have high return that naturally tells that okay you're going to have a high risk so here we're talking about an investment which is so volatile so the risk is too high that's one part of the equation But apart from that, you have to really think, is it really an investment? So let us go into the detail. much. So, yes, how it all started some history actually started in 2018 by Satoshi Nakamoto in a white paper that we know, but how this financial crisis happened, maybe, you know, like subprime crisis, but let us go a little back, it actually started During the dot-com crash, when the internet boom was there, everybody was thinking, okay, internet is a new thing. Everybody was investing there. Then what happened is that after the dot-com bubble crash, there was low interest interest rates and also financial dysregulation was there. And too much money was pumped by George Bush administrations and government was very free on that. So that's why housing bubble happened that reached to a point then, you know, Lehman Brothers bankrupt and the financial crisis. So somehow it started when the normal public lost their trust on the centralized economy. One of the important feature of cryptocurrency, which they used to tell, is that peer to peer decentralized currency. So Normally, if you are sending a dollar or something between, a bank will be intermediate behind that. and Everybody will see that. So that's why how we can make it decentralized. That was all the idea behind. So that's why I mentioned on Halloween day, 2008. So an interesting aspect before I go, not from the book, because we have our audience, uh, read our earlier book, Return of the Gods and all this. This happened on a Shemitah year. Shemitah year or something like that is Israeli calendar. So If you look back 1930, the Great Depression was a Shemitah year. And then 2008, 2021, all those things were having market is crashing. There is an interesting article in, by David Jeremiah in internet. So, I just thought you to look into it. I am not going into the detail much because it's not about the book. But I will add our link in the Return of the Gods as well. So some dates are important. So on the Halloween day, Satoshi Nakamoto, as I mentioned, a person or a group of person or nobody come and tell that, okay, there is a solution. Okay. We can make a decentralized thing. But we can understand the double spend problem. Double spend problem is something like, okay, if you don't have an actual currency, if it is only a digital token, how you can make sure that we are not using it two times. What he mentioned is he combined two Old technologies, first one is blockchain, which is if I make it very simple, it's a distribution ledger. So whatever is happening, like if you follow accounting, you'll understand what is a ledger. Every transaction happening, a copy of that will be put into every system. So that way you will not lose that information and you cannot easily tamper that information. That's first part of the equation. Second thing, public key encryption public key encryption is something like okay you everybody can identify the authenticity of that transaction but the parties who is involved on that can make their identity hidden so that was the thing still for solving the double spend problem satoshi nakamoto invented a new idea which is somehow Maybe you don't know the idea much, but you know what it is like mining. Cryptographic mining. So ironically, the first crypto miner coin, which is a Bitcoin mine was called Genesis coin. So that's why I I just ring some bell and I go and check about this Shamita here. That's why I mentioned the same. So peer to peer a consensus algorithm. So that way it is a beautiful concept, but the point is that can this be used as an investment? That's for example, if you have a multinational company, then blockchain is so beautiful so that you can have an efficient accounting mechanism which you can do that, and even the crypto also will work internally. But if you take it outside, then like I'm telling you. Everybody will not simply become good intention just because a new thing is happened. So that's why we try to tell as a Ponzi scheme. So there is a consensus algorithm happened. So that consensus algorithm was making sure that okay, this community, the group of people, all the cryptos are correct and in line with the things. So let's go further into the details. In King James version of Holy Bible, Revelation 13:17. Tell that and that no man buy or sell save he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is the wisdom, which is somehow telling this is something about a prophecy about cryptocurrency. So after the invention of Bitcoin in 2015 Ethereum, which is an open source happened and there are too much uh, cryptocurrencies happened after. That. So the point is that, as I mentioned, the idea behind all this is to make a decentralized trustless currency. Let us check that words. currency, as I mentioned, it is it should be a medium of exchange and it should have a store of value. We'll go into the detail about stable coin and other things, pegging and all. But let us go here. Like if a currency you have, it cannot store a value, it will degrade, like a pegged coin, which a coin against dollar, it is it should always stay as one dollar, which is not the case if you follow the news and all. And second thing, the trustless part, like there is no intermediary involvement. For example, if you deposit a bank an amount of fixed deposit to a bank as per the federal insurance policy the government or the state is backing that protection it is protected by that government so nobody you know who lost money because of that even bank collapse government will interfere and then make sure that the investment is secure. but in here when it become decentralized which is actually centralized to a group of people who? Nobody knows. That's generally what it means. Even though we tell it as decentralized. The other point is that is it really scalable? If it really a currency, for example, Visa or Mastercard, Say, let us talk about Visa. Visa can process 24,000 transaction per second. But Bitcoin or the crypto only maximum up to do 5 to 7 transactions per second and to do that because of the concept of this technology, it need an enormous power, electricity or the power which is almost equivalent to the power required for a country Argentina now, so compared to that visa need a minuscule of power and it can do all the things, so it is not scalable. It is not trusty. It is decentralized but centralized somehow. So that's the conspiracy there. John Keynes, a famous economist, told that market can stay irrational longer than you become solvent. The point is that history is filled with lot of such Ponzi schemes. Even in 1600s, there was for the tulip flower. There was the first Ponzi scheme ever, maybe tulip mania. Like 12 acres of land was given for a single tulip flower. That was how people think, people are so irrational. Even South Sea Company, Isaac Newton, have a similar situation like everybody was investing on South Sea Company and Isaac Newton was so much hesitant. At some point in time, he invested some money. Then he found returns and he, what he done is that he had taken all his wealth and converted that to the South Sea Company and ultimately the South Sea Company collapsed and he lost all his money. So He told that I understand science better than I understand the money economics. Even the Elon Musk, the famous or uh, the inventor or, or so-called innovator in our century, he used to promote a lot of dodge coins and all. even Tesla. Reports tell that they lost millions through dodge points. So until 2017, crypto market was so small, but when the COVID-19 hit, that 5 trillion worth of money was pumped into the economy by the government that gave a boost to growth of this. That somehow make it uh, like a, a, a boost to that particular bond system. So usually Ponzi scheme happen or scam or scandal happen. There are some fundamentals on that. First of all, it will be so much closed. The community will be closed. And also, even Bernie Madoff, the famous or the largest Ponzi scheme in the history, known history, which is by 64 billion by Bernie Madoff, of an ex-Nasdaq uh, chairman. So he used to do the same. He, you can only invest in Bernie Madoff scam if you get an invitation from him. And second thing about the Ponzi scheme is that you cannot withdraw the money easily. Similarly to the crypto, if you have invested say 1 million to the crypto, the maximum as per the possibility of using Tether or something is something like 100,000 you can return it back. So you cannot take all that money. That somehow make this so much so people think about okay, everybody is doing this. So that's a rational thing, but market stays irrational longer than that. That is for sure. Even multiple Ponzi scheme happen from Tulip to Murnimadov to South Sea of Isaac Newton. Still, we are going behind this Ponzi scheme. Whoever promote cryptocurrency, they consider it as something new. To the current century, or they call it something like a digital gold. They are telling that okay, our problem now in the economy because we just stay away from the gold standard. If you don't get that point, I'll give you an explanation. Because until 1970, for every dollar we created, we have been pegged or backed by a gold. That was how that standard worked. But the point is that Richard Nixon abolished that one in 1970. But here there is an important point. Because you are limiting your currency to a limited resources Because gold is something a limited resource. Similarly, crypto is a limited resource. Like you can have only 21 million bitcoins, almost 90 or 80 to 90 percent is already mined, also. So that's a limited resource. You cannot peg that to it. It's not possible. If it is has been pegged. Then government cannot put 700 billion when 2008 crisis happened. It could not be able to do 5 trillion when we have a COVID-19 issue happen. The problem, it is not going to be a digital gold. That is somehow they are going to thrill us as technology enthusiasts and inviting us in the trouble. How much real money is there in crypto? That's an interesting question. As per CEO of uh, ex-CEO of Celsius or crypto lending platform, Alex Macinski, he was uh, right now charged for 115 years in prison and all. He told to the author, Jacob Silverman, that only 15% of the money is real. rest is bubble. So That's why you see like You see that billions going in trillion and then trillion, three trillion coming back to one trillion. Let's go on changing that. Second part, this trustless decentralized things can cater a lot of limitations available with the current currency. For, For example, current currency, you have money laundering is a difficult thing. You cannot fund it to unauthorized sources. So with this new thing, you can do all those things which is not possible using money. That's another another part of the equation. Even the Binance, the company, crypto company, it started in China by a famous CEO. Because in China, when the communist government was happening, the gambling was being restricted there. So they find the crypto as an alternative because crypto, usually casinos will be closed for some time. But crypto is something like twenty-four by seven capital uh, like casino. You will not; it will not close. It is; it's going to be there. So when China restricted on gambling, they found crypto. Also, China has a limitation of spending. You cannot invest more than fifty thousand like that outside. And all so this crypto give them an opportunity to transfer money outside the country. And all. such things was happening. Even the tether, which is a stable coin, as I mentioned previously, like uh, if you want to like you're you're playing in a casino, you want you have poker, if you want a new one, you will not go and get the bank and get the new one like that. if you want to transfer from one crypto. to So stable coin is something like pegging that crypto to a stable coin. Even right now, last week, PayPal has a news. They are also coming to into the business. Be vigilant about it. But the point here is that even 69 billion is the worth of Tether. And it is only having 12 employees. It has never been audited before. Because as I mentioned, like golden rule of fraud is that make your circle small. So that much lower level of employees, that much money is flowing and you are pegging against even the many of the pegging, which has happened before, it was even going like usually $1, you're pegging against one table coin like that. So It should stay, but even something goes to 0.3 cents and all. Have your own research on that. So anyone who is promoting or supporting cryptocurrency, they will have an ideology telling that, okay, it's a new concept. It will take some time to go on after that. It will be used as currencies, you will be able to transact. That may be an idea. But actually, it already experimented in one country, in a Central American country called El Salvador. El Salvador, a president who is calling himself as the coolest dictator in his Twitter handle, Naib Bukale, he come into as a joined as a mayor, and then he go to become a president of that country. Still is a president, as from my understanding. He was somehow like firing the judges, uh, the court judges, and all, and also even implementing army to pass the bills for army, like for military purposes. Such level of democ he calling himself as a dictatorship. He implemented. Bit, like cryptocurrency as a legal tender in 2021. In general, even they tried to implement a Bitcoin beach and other things. as well. So somehow that means that legal tender in the sense you can use Bitcoin to purchase pizzas or anything like food or whatever you want in that country. But actually, even using the main idea was to have this country have a lot of remittances coming from USA and all. They think that that this uh, crypto will make it easy. Actually, it was a big failure. Nobody much used it. That was how the story. If you are thinking about, okay, it has a future. We already implemented it. It doesn't work. Other part I already mentioned, like scalability of that. It cannot scale like Visa or MasterCard or anything like that. So addiction, anything giving pleasure, there is a chance that you will get addicted to it. As per American Psychiatric Association, the cryptocurrency or such things, such level of gambling will have a similar effect on your brain, like the way you use a substance abuse, like drugs and all. Similar things was been how it is impacting the brain substance, drugs, similar way such things are happening. So volatility of such money is crazy. Millions to trillions happen in its short durations and all compulsive addiction. That's why we try to conclude this in two quotes. Maybe we repeated that already. First thing. Market can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent by Keynes. Always think about it. Don't go behind like uh, exponential returns or such things like that. Second thing. We will end with Dan Davis again from Lying for Money. Anything that is growing unusually fast for a kind of a thing it is, need to be checked. Need to be checked in a way that has never been checked before. That's the conclusion of the book. Until we come across the next book, bye. Thank you for now.